last number of weeks, we've been working through the theology of the Son of God called Christology in our adult discipleship group called The Workshop on Sunday mornings. And we covered off an important aspect of the gospel and of the life and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's called the Ascension. And yesterday was the official day of Ascension. And so this short piece is based upon our study together in the workshop. And I think the Ascension is a vitally important piece to the gospel. I think, unfortunately, there are a number of pastors, teachers who either place less emphasis on the Ascension. And my fear is, is that they place no emphasis on the Ascension. For some reason, we we skip over that. And I think that's a detriment to the preaching of the gospel. I think that's a detriment to the people who are being fed from God's word, because it's important to know, to say, to think and to believe that the Ascension is a reality. It was so important even for the early church that the Ascension made it into the creeds of which we have. If I look at the Nicene Creed, the middle of it, which is the largest section of it, highlights the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, namely the Lord Jesus Christ. And in the middle of that section, it says this, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. He became incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made human. He was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. The third day he rose again, according to the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And if we were to take a look at the Apostles' Creed, which is a shorter creed and, and, and is a creed developed not by the apostles themselves, although it does carry their name, in the middle of that creed as well, the largest section as well, it talks about the Son, meaning the Lord Jesus Christ. And again, it says that he suffered under Pontius Pilate, he was crucified, died, buried, and on the third day he rose again from the dead and he ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Finally, if we look at the Athanasian Creed, we would see that it's, first of all, a, a very, very long creed developed by Athanasius. And yet we come across this piece near the end of his long creed in the description of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God incarnate. Athanasius writes for us, he suffered for our salvation. He descended to hell. He arose from the dead. He ascended to heaven. He is seated at the Father's right hand. So the Ascension was an important part of the early church's theology, its praxis, its orthodoxy. And I think over time, the Ascension has become less and less important for some Christians. But as we look at the Ascension, I, I want to encourage you to think about what the Ascension means for you. Why should we care about the Ascension? And I think there's three things that mark out a reason for us to even care that the ascension happened. One is that the work is complete, the work of Christ's life, both his passive and active obedience is complete. The ascension establishes the Lord Jesus Christ as King. 
For we read in the end of the Gospel of Matthew, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And then Luke records for us what happens essentially right after that. Picking up in Acts chapter 1, Luke records for us, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. What a glorious experience that must have been. Luke continues and says, And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes. And they said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So as these men are staring up into the sky, having watched Jesus ascend to heaven, Two angels appear and ask what seems to be a rhetorical question, given the fact that they had just received the Great Commission and were told that they would be the Lord Jesus' witnesses to the very ends of the earth. And so the ascension is proof that the work is complete. It establishes Christ as King, but it also reminds us that we share in Christ's victory. We too will be raised. We too, when we pass, will go to heaven. And so the ascension is massively important for us because it reminds us that the Lord Jesus had a bodily resurrection. He was raised with the body. He ascended to heaven in that body. It also reminds us that it it's a seal upon our regeneration. In fact, the resurrection and the ascension ensures our regeneration. And we can't forget that as the scriptures clearly say to us, Jesus ascended, the Lord Jesus ascended to a specific place. He will remain the God-man for all eternity. That blows my mind in such a way to think about that, that the Son of God incarnate will remain the God-man for all eternity. So as we wrap up thinking about the ascension, we need to remember that in, in Christ's life, death, resurrection, ascension, We are united with him in redemption. We have assurance of our final home. And I think just as importantly, we participate in Christ's authority as his witnesses to the very ends of the earth. And until the Lord Jesus returns, we've been given a mandate to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and to teach them to observe all that the Lord Jesus has commanded. And then comes the promise, I am with you always to the end of the age.